0: Hey, Levi. Hi, Eric. How are you doing? Uh, I'm good. Uh, It feels like there's someone else here.
1: Hi, guys. What?
0: Monster. No, no. That's Maggie. Oh, hi, Maggie.
2: Hi, guys. How's it going?
0: Good. Do you want to be on this podcast? Hey, sure. As equals? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Only if it's as equals.
1: Okay. You've been a guest. What about a co-host?
0: This is the the weirdest. (laughs) I I thought we we were being intentionally formulaic. We were, but it's... It's like going above and beyond.
2: Hi, co-host.
0: <laughs> Hello, Maggie. Well, golly. This is for for everyone who you can stop right now and go back to our first episode, uh, but this is Maggie Ryan Sanford, right? Yeah. I was yeah. I'm always afraid I'm gonna say Sanford is something else. It happens all the
1: time. So just to, I think, explain my understanding of the situation, Uh Eric and I have been hosting Regret Labs together, and we've done okay, but we've noticed that there's a pretty big gap between our knowledge and our guest scientist's knowledge. They know a lot, and we know almost nothing. And we thought, hey, Maggie knows something, but she's also entertaining. She could bridge that gap.
2: Bridge the gap.
1: Maggie, you said, I love being a bridge. I love being a bridge, too.
2: I have long legs. And long <laughs> arms, which I think i to by showing Maggie, you. we don't want you for your body. Oh, right. We want you for your mind. <laughs> I appreciate that, which also is convenient because no one can see my long, willowy body on the podcast. I hate the terrifying picture.
0: <laughs> like a monster. I was right the first you time. You were right. Oh, she oh is a monster. <laughs>
1: So, Maggie, we've established on much so so formal. <laughs> Maggie, we've established, yeah, Maggie we've established in previous episodes your status per being a scientist. Ooh. But we could probably revisit it a little bit.
2: Yeah, let's do. Um in fact I think I kind of like I kind of may, may disagree with myself in the way that I talked about in the first episode. Mm. Okay. How Actually, are you wrong in the past? And that is why we're all
0: here. Now do you know you won't be wrong right now?
2: I don't know that. Okay, you know what? Years, I count on.
0: <laughs> Good.
2: The thing that I do during the day is I work at the Science Museum of Minnesota as an evaluator and researcher. And evaluation, what is
0: that, you ask? Uh, soft science?
2: You're supposed to ask me, but that's okay. What, oh. what is
0: evaluation, Maggie?
2: <laughs> Why, Levi, thank I'm you for asking. I'm excited asking. to learn. <laughs> uh, evaluation is when you apply um, kind of scientific-ish but methodical. <laughs> you,
0: you've got some great arm motions going on. Methodical. So willowy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's
2: a little hand-wavy. In fact, yes. Uh, when you um, try to kind of study if something's working uh, using methods that are standardized. So you can prove them more than just kind of like guessing and, and what do people say and what do we kind of think. It's more quantitative. You can also do qualitative. Using data mm-hmm. to... Prove if a thing is working. And
1: create tools to collect,
2: collect data about how something is working or not working. Exactly. Exactly. So you can tell that I didn't prepare a statement before this. <laughs> using data. And, and the research part of it is um, asking questions that are more open-ended, that aren't about, is this thing working or not working? Like, is this exhibit working or not working to teach people science? And it's more, how do people learn about science when they are X? You know, if they when they are... Uh, listening to music or not listening to music or whatever you want, so that's the more sciencey part of what I do the research part and but it all it involves psychology and social science, and a lot of the people I work with are anthropologists and there's data analysis as well there's data you keep bringing up the data, which is really the whole point of the thing mm-hmm. and yes, so I, I do the data analysis but you're also and a science, science journalist I'm also a science journalist and uh, I've read for magazines uh, about science and websites and the radio. Um, and that is an important part of the scientific process. No, it's not part of the scientific process. <laughs> it's an important part of... The fact that science exists, because if we didn't talk about it and communicate it to the public, then that gap would never be bridged. Well,
1: what I'm excited about having you with us is I think in your role as a scientific writer and journalist, yes, you have to try and understand what can be sort of meaty scientific ideas and then make them understandable for the common public. I mean, it, it varies depending on who's reading the things you're writing for, mm-hmm. but a big part of the job that you've done in a lot of different situations is... Interview somebody who knows a lot, mm. try to get an understanding of the thing that they're saying, mm. and then reframe it a little bit so that someone who is not a scientist could understand
2: what they're saying. That's true. And I also read scientific journals and try and translate them to to people who don't understand science. So it's not always... Usually I do try and uh, talk to somebody, a real live person, um, if I'm doing that, to just kind of make sure that the way that I'm using words, layman's terms to describe the thing is... Uh, accurate, even though I, I want it to be accessible, and usually, well, I won't say how successful I am, I don't want to, you know, <laughs> get braggy, but no, uh, it's nice to just have somebody, and ideally more than one person, say, uh, well, that's maybe, I would maybe say it a little differently, you know, it's, you have the the general, commu- you're, the thing you're saying could be, uh, you're both looking at your watches.
0: <laughs> no, I've got I got a text, and I can look at my watch oh, nonchalantly. That was bored. Uh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Having It's nice to when people say, uh, you know, can correct slightly. Like, yes, the thing you're saying is accessible, but it would be more accurate to say this, and then I have to figure out how to make that thing accessible too. It's also nice to hear if I've made something super simple and it still fits the science, right. still accurate. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite thing. Yeah.
1: Because you can oversimplify, and it's not true anymore. <laughs> right,
2: very easily. Uh,
1: so, Eric. Yeah, I believe uh, I, what I pulled out of what Maggie just said is we're laymen. Hmm. So that's fun. Yeah, it's that's fun fine. to
0: know. Well, I knew I knew that.
1: Well, so here's another I test, knew that. <laughs> Maggie.
2: Oh, good, more tests. I think, as you
1: know from your experience being a guest, and mm-hmm. from just knowing Eric and I, yeah, we're always trying to force movies into people's <laughs> descriptions of science. That's true. Do you have a favorite science movie or movie that has science in it? Oh, man, well... And I did not know. prepare you for this question. No, that's Because fine. I just thought of it.
2: You, you didn't prepare me for the last one, which was, what do you do? I really <laughs> who do you that, think you like, are? Who the hell do you... Um, well, I'm just going to be really obnoxious and say that a lot more movies than you probably think have science in them, because science is the study of, as we discussed in the first episode, the natural world, and the people who do it are science, you know. Uh, so that anything, any thing that you're looking at is touched by science in some way. I'm not, not going to accept that as an answer. That's, okay. If
0: you say the Descendants, I'm going to punch you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the Descent? Is that the one Descendants. Because they, the, the, the Not the cave one, the, the cave, George okay. Clooney in
0: the Aloha, Hawaii. Because
2: polonking is sort of science Yeah. Like, it depends it on how you do it, it, and, it and why
1: it's
0: Just outdoorsy. being someplace isn't science i I'm going to go it's into kind this amazing. place.
2: Yeah, you're right. I mean, know, But do you right. have, because you know, like a sense.
1: real yes. genius, you know, like a science movie? You want movie. me to say
2: real genius. Um, the thing that Is comes real to genius? mind... It's <laughs> a pretty sweet guess. <laughs> um, you love Val Kilmer? Young Val Kilmer. That's the only Val Kilmer for me. Hmm. No
1: offense.
0: Even Martin Madigan?
2: Time. Mad Mardigan, yeah. I think you mean.
0: <laughs> what did he's, I say? He's
2: relatively young. Ah, you failed the nerd test. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, he was relatively young in that, though, wasn't he? Yeah. No, so yeah, so
0: you don't mean like spongy, Val Kilmer? More human-like, more
1: like no. non-movie star Val Kilmer, just regular, just the regular real, guy. I'm talking about okay. the real guy. That's real. what I thought.
2: We so were your answer
0: is guys. Inner Space.
2: My answer, the first thing that came to mind, and this t- betrays me, is Day of the Dolphin, which is not a good movie. Oh, it sound not good. That title. It was directed. Terrible. Um, it was directed by uh, Mike Nichols, though. Huh. Who did make a lot of really great movies. Sure. Um, what is this, it about? This is about... Uh, is it like it's, a
1: free Willie with dolphins?
2: No. It's roughly based on the life they, of... The dead? Um, of John they C. They paint the dolphins' faces. <laughs> that would be amazing. Dead presidents now with dolphins? I'm thinking of that. Yeah. Uh, Maybe that, too. Maybe Rob Banks. It's so Oh, God, that would be really cool. That would be my new favorite <laughs> science movie, if that were a thing. It's about a character that is played by George C. Scott, And is roughly based on John C. Lilly, who is a guy that I try to talk about as much as possible. You really like John C. Lilly. No, I don't. I mean, I do and I don't. And I... He was... uh, He started his career as a legit scientist who pioneered the study of dolphins. And we wouldn't have, you know... Who knows where we would be today without him. But then, by the end of his career, he went crazy and cracked putty. And
0: Did he create the sensory deprivation tank?
2: Uh, I mean, he... For, did he pioneer dolphins? it? I don't know. No, not for <laughs> dolphins, for people. For people? Where you yeah. float in water yeah. and it's dark. And... Oh, I don't think so. Mm. I could. I, w- I would be really embarrassed if, if that were true and I didn't know it. Because you are so.
1: obsessed. With obsessed.
2: Well, it's just hard to, to, to be obsessed with dolphins, which I am, and the science of them, oh uh, without knowing about him. Do you like think you're going to
1: go it. crazy and become a crackpot?
2: Yeah, maybe. What would that yeah. look like? Oh, for me, it would probably involve... Um, living in nature. I would like to be that kind of crackpot. You know, where you like make clothes out of unnecessarily make out of clothes out of nature. Like, <laughs> like there's you know, a like store right really, there. Yeah. And you really <laughs> could. Are you wearing fronds. Right. Even yeah, like skins would be easy to do and maybe I like even have the knowledge of how to tan hides, but I just choose not to I choose to like do um uh like what's it called when Weaved. sod. 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 Just, like dressing. You gonna dried mud on yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and
1: yeah. hay.
0: Yeah. You're Eric, gonna? what's
1: your favorite science movie? Oh. I
0: don't think
1: I've ever asked you this question, which feels
0: absurd.
2: absurd.
0: Thank you. Mm. I like to Contact a whole lot. Mm. Um, Jodie Foster. Yeah, and not not science And on the other spectrum of the more fantastical, I, I like uh, Eternal Sunshine.
1: I'm a spouse mind. Yeah. It's really good. It's a really oh, good is, movie. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's it plays with science, feeling. yes, yeah.
2: But it's. Not. And another one that probably I, I definitely like more than *Day of the Dolphin* because it, I like it. It's one of my favorite movies. Is *Adaptation* by mm. the same screenwriter, mm. um, Kaufman, Charlie Kaufman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, based on *Orchid Thief*. This is kind of. She was more travel righty, but about orchids and that's. Yeah. The botany, which is a science. Because I didn't get to the best part of *Dave of the Dolphin*. Oh. The whole point of it is that George C. Scott, um, his goal as a scientist is to. Did he play teach.
1: Patton? <laughs> yes. Of
2: course he did. He has a rhetorical question. <laughs> you know that. Did he play Patton? Did he? Say, was he in *Doctor Strange*? I don't know. Right. Oh, I don't know Levi. <laughs> Let's look
1: at the bigger picture. I made you, you not mean, finish telling us the end of this movie. You mean? The and then that way I won. The Day of the Dolphin*. How did Patton end?
2: Not well <laughs> the, the whole point of that George C. Scott's character was trying to, to teach dolphins how to speak and learn to mm-hmm. like communicate with them and, and he's successful in the in fiction and at the end he realizes oh and he's also trying to protect them because the government is trying to use them militarize them which is also based on a real thing that happened and uh, and he realizes the, the folly of his ways that he's been you know he, his science has been used for bad and at the end you know <laughs> <laughs> the, the dolphin, whose name is Fa and calls him Pa, you know, is he's like trying to be, do the white fang thing of like, go on, get out of here. I hate you. you can't be here. It's Annie and Sandy, too. Same yes, also thing. that, yeah. Um, and, and he's trying to go, Fa, go. And the Fa's going, Fa, love Pa. pa <laughs> Fa, love Pa. And he's like, pa, love, pa. <coughs> Fa, love Pa. Fa, love Pa. It's so bad. But George kind of runs around in, like, a, you know, <laughs> suit a lot, like, you know, like, with the naked legs and flippers. And stuff. Uh, he just killed Eric. He's dead. <laughs> I wish I could say I was sorry. That sounds terrible. And dolphins can't,
0: terrible. dolphins can't do that. They can't. No. But they can echolocate.
2: They sure can. Yeah. You can echolocate that shit out Was stuff. there some success to dolphin speech? No, there was really not. None? At None at all. Um, do you mean Do you mean, like, teaching them English? Or do you mean...
0: Uh, communicating with sounds, I guess, that humans...
2: That humans can understand. Yeah. We're still working on it.
0: Okay. Because I saw SeaQuest.
2: <laughs> You're talking about Darwin, mm-hmm. the dolphin. who was a vocoder yes. to help him speak English. Totally real, right? Um, in our hearts and imaginations, okay. yes. I mean, we should talk about it. I, I will go on. Mm-hmm. If you want me about to. About the, the dolphin? The many different answers Look, to that George question. Oh, boy. I'll keep... No. So talking about, dolphins? No, about yeah, if dolphins can speak English and how much they... Like, let me do it as quickly as I can. Somebody tried to teach them to speak English through their blowholes. It was John C. Lilly. <laughs> 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 uh, what else did he do to their blowholes? That is none of <laughs> That's a, that's a tale for another day. A dolphin tale. That's your favorite dolphin. Tale. <laughs> I was like, I was lying. It was. It was the whole time. They, we, you know, there's somebody who's studying uh, how they communicate with each other. There are lots of people studying how. Not a lot. Few people studying how they communicate with each other. We've taught them to read cue cards, so they have mm. learned English, in and the they can be on awesome. SNL. They can. They can be on the Simpsons. They can be in science fiction books. So they're they're doing pretty well for themselves. Oh, yeah. so this is the point? So can, do they need to? Dolphins English? are doing it for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they can't snap. They can click though. It's true. So it's like, uh, cooler.
1: Dolphins cooler be shopping.
2: <laughs> Dolphins be like, on squeak. Oh sorry. Wow. That's my fault
1: that that happened. <laughs> that
2: is. You could have stopped I'm me. I'm really sorry. You could have stopped me if you didn't. Well, me. I
1: feel like we've given a pretty thorough introduction of who
2: Maggie is. Yeah.
0: I uh, just wanted to let you guys know that isolation tanks were first used by John C. Lilly in 1954 to test the effects of sensory deprivation.
2: Cool. I should have known that. You just up. learned
1: something about John I C. Lilly? Did.
2: First used, so who invented them?
0: Probably him. <laughs>
1: James deprivation. They're named oh, after. Did it.
0: someone just invent okay. them and then hope someone would use them? Well, should
1: really I'll just leave these something. in this warehouse. <laughs> see what
2: happens. Okay, you know what? I already it's closed a, the
0: Wikipedia article, this, so yeah. I don't know. It was, no well, to well, it was Wikipedia,
2: over. so I'm gonna check that. Yeah. Double check that words. Well. You should no, be I'm excited should to be. learn a new thing about your excited. hero. I am excited. He's not my hero. <laughs> I your favorite person. Of course, I'm excited to learn something new. And it just goes to show you that when you're you have such tunnel vision about. Thing that you can miss really important other aspects.
0: I first learned it from a co worker, so it's got to be true.
2: Yeah, the co worker and Wikipedia. The, that's two sources. Co workers are
0: Wikipedia before there was Wikipedia.
2: So true. And I heard dads. it from a guy. Oh, dads. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't know. Anything. That's sort of sexist, but. It's you know, accurate. Yeah.
1: My dad always loved to answer questions he did not know the
2: answers to. It's, it's the cute early childhood version of mansplaining.
1: I just. Realized mansplaining means explaining something poorly and not being right. Yeah, because I always thought it meant telling somebody something they already knew. No, no, it's telling I, them the wrong thing. Oh uh,
2: no, I think it's the the other thing you said also.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I've decided it's being Oh,
2: yeah. oh that's I want to rebrand hard. it. Yeah. Well, then what will we call what previously was called mansplaining, just um, explaining something that somebody
0: just have uh, like shit mouth.
2: <laughs> <laughs> shit mouth. <laughs> That, that, that's well, also it's a like, thing that's right? still already oh, so it right. is you know <laughs> well if you you got a shit mouth
0: yeah
1: <laughs> you know really good really good
0: uh, yeah. so, so Maggie sick. Maggie's here now um, and this is gonna make everything better
1: we're gonna up yes. our science game
0: yeah get um, science
1: clear, clearly get, get Maggie to
2: admit when she doesn't know something that's mm-hmm. true it just happened oh, god
0: but she'll also
1: really help us admit when we do something. That's true.
2: <laughs> I'll, be try, I'll try to be so nice about it. You don't have to be nice. You, it, could you hear the thing in my voice where I was like, so nice. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was like a sort of mansplaining tone. You know, you'll learn to love it. <laughs>
1: Trust me. We'll mostly be talking about gender going forward.
2: <laughs> it's, it's, how can we not? Yeah, I, I agree. Know, it would be irresponsible not to. That's true. And I will, let's see, probably sometime tomorrow afternoon get over the fact that it took me so long to explain what my job is. That's another (laughs) fun aspect of this triad. Evaluation is really hard to explain. Yeah, but it's my job to explain things efficiently, so I should be able to.
1: But that job is hard to explain.
2: That's true. Thanks,
1: (laughs) Thanks. Thanks, Levi. And uh, just to let people know if they want to reach out to us. We're all on Twitter.
2: We are all on Twitter. So there's at Regret Labs, Mm
1: -hmm. at Eric, A-R-I-C, at Manford, and Science. M-A-N-D-F-O-R-D. Right.
2: M-A-N-D-F-O-R-D. And I'm at
1: that Levi. You can tweet us science facts, questions,
2: your favorite science movie. Mm -hmm. I would love to hear your favorite science movie. Insecurities that you might have, your science story if you're a scientist, why you stop being a scientist if you're no longer a scientist,
1: Or what science you would love to do someday.
2: Yeah. Ooh, if you have any ideas for sciences that don't exist, that should have a name, that's my new favorite hobby, Ooh. thinking of made-up sciences. Yeah, even cryptozoology is pretty fun stuff. Mm. So much (laughs) nonsense. Fun is a good word for it. Yeah. Yeah, super fun. (laughs) So fun. (laughs) All
1: right, Eric, how do we wrap this up?
0: Well, I think we should stop recording and go freak out a cleaning person who just came in.
1: Perfect.